Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dunn. Today's Saturday, December 18th, 2021, and I'm in my home studio getting ready for the snowstorm. It's kind of cozy. And I have some thoughts about the future of affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth that I wanted to share with people who have been wondering what the path forward might look like now that we know the so-called affordable housing amendments that were created to enable Dunham Court will be voted on at referendum in November. And that's despite the fact that the developer of Dunham Court has forfeited and walked away from the project. Nevertheless, there'll still be a vote on the so-called affordable housing amendments in November. And in the meantime, the town council, which has been shaken up a little bit by the recent election with the addition of two stated opponents of Dunham Court, um, but nonetheless still has a majority of members who support Dunham Court. So their decisions, uh, one, to have the referendum in November, and then the second to fund a $20,000 study between now and then, um, suggests to me that... um, I don't know, there'd be a lot of waiting and inaction, and I don't have any confidence that we'll make progress as a community. So I've thought about it, and I think, um, and the path now is quite clear to me, and that is that, uh, well, first, just a word on why the study isn't something that is going to help me at all in this process, the the so-called affordable housing study that the town council put out an RFP for the Maureen uh, O'Meara, the town planner, wrote up the RFP, it appears. And um, and the problem with it is that, first of all, th- the main challenge that we have as a community is to come together on what the definition of affordable housing is, because in our zoning ordinance, affordable housing is described as, you know, um, <laughs> you know, essentially you have to own the property and it's refers to the state planning office, which is an obsolete uh, state agency. Um, and then in the comp plan, of course, affordable housing is defined another way. Affordable housing was used to describe the Dunham Court project, but in fact, by legal definition, that was for low-income and very low-income uh, households, so it would be considered low-income house, you know, low-income housing, despite the fact that there's a few market-rate apartments. So because the study is studying affordable housing without there being an agreed upon definition, it's going to, I think it's going to lack clarity. There's an assumption built into it too, that the solution to, well, first of all, there's an, there's an assumption that there is a housing crisis, which I just challenge uh, in the economy of Cape Elizabeth. I don't believe that there is a housing crisis. I understand that it's very challenging for people who want to live here. They can't. But whether that constitutes a crisis, I think is open for discussion. And I also think um, the assumption that these gigantic multifamily homes are, in fact, the best housing. I, I understand that there's not a lot of them and that this Jeep P. Cog study pointed out that there's not a lot of land available for multifamily housing. Okay, yes. So does that mean necessarily that multifamily housing is the best housing? And, and let's just take Dunham Court for instance. One of the reasons 
one of the big reasons I was opposed to it is because it, you know, jammed in 49. I know that numbers changed over time, but initially it was around 49 single bedroom units uh, because the land price was so high because they had on the town green in one of the most affluent towns in the state. Um, and so the, the quality of life for, you know, the kids say who live there, are they going to live in a, a one bedroom apartment without, <laughs> you know, without a garage? I mean, in my view, kids in Cape Elizabeth should have basketball hoops. They should have garages where they can put their bikes and their sleds. I mean, that's why, you know, our town is made for raising kids. We have a great education system, lots of outdoor space. And we, as a town, I think can, um, decide to create affordable housing that's more family friendly. And, um, so what I'm thinking is the, is the path forward is while the town council, uh, works itself out leading up to the referendum and does whatever it's going to do, knowing that most of the town councilors support Dunham court. And so I think want it to pass. I'm thinking of seeing if I can get the band back together and uh, create plan B and leading with the vision that, um, you know, has a couple of major components. Obviously the details have to be worked out, but come up with a plan B, a change to the zoning that would create affordable housing that we could as citizens, um, we certainly could present it to the town council for consideration, but I'm not optimistic that they would pass it given, like I said, they support Dunham Court, pursuant to the charter, the same charter that we used to petition for a referendum on the Dunham Court project, there's another section that enables the same number of citizens to petition for the enactment of an ordinance. So I think people could feel good about um, voting for something. And what my vision of what what Plan B would include is, um, is basically this, that in the town center zone, like where my house is at 1227 Shore Road in the the town center zone, we would amend the zoning ordinance to make it easier for property owners to create housing. And by that, I mean like get rid of the site plan review for anyone who's going to create housing using their existing footprint and can, you know, use entrepreneurial and design skills that Cape Elizabeth's has to create, you know, just interesting, neat apartments in town for affordable housing as that term is defined, um, either in our comprehensive plan or by the state and meaning moderate income, you know, housing. So we could create this, uh, vibrant downtown, for instance, in, in my house, um, just say, we'd to divide it up into two or three apartments. I have plenty of garages and connected with sidewalks. And then the town could set aside, instead of providing incentives for developers, the town could make it easier for property owners to create housing and then set aside a fund. It could be modest or it could be however much the town council decides it wants to be to put towards this affordable housing for stipends, for housing stipends to be um, allocated by a special committee um, to, I think, prioritize the Cape Elizabeth workforce and families who live in Cape Elizabeth. And we could give that a try, you know, and, and use the capitalism spirit of, 
you know, competing for this housing market and, and then providing assistance by, uh, by way of public funds, but just more direct, just from the Cape Elizabeth budget to a fund that would be allocated, um, you know, according to priorities set by, by the council. Now, in addition to that, so that would be affordable housing in the town center zone. In addition to that, we would create a new definition. We would have in our zoning ordinance a definition of community housing, and community housing would be housing that is defined by the federal laws as low income, very low income, and and therefore qualify for all these programs that people are, you know, really excited about using right now, like that Dunham Court wanted to utilize, like low-income tax credits at the state and federal level, um, state-financed loans, um, TIFs, what, you know, the, the whole gambit, the whole layer cake of public subsidy that we discussed that I thought was inappropriately being used in the case of Dunham Court could be used for community housing. But here's the important thing, and here's the important difference, is that it would be on leased town land, so therefore, there in fact would be a public-private partnership, and the town could maintain control. So I'm picturing, um, perhaps a you know a, out by Goldcrest. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's other. Maybe there's other. But the town would be you know, still own the land in in partnership with the developer of community housing for families, uh, with an emphasis on families and kids. And by that, I mean going back to my earlier statement. You know, kids thrive in neighborhoods. Uh, Kids need garages. Um, Families includes our seniors. So we could have a community housing um, development that is just suited to the Cape Elizabeth um, environment. I mean, we're you know we're not a city. We're we're a beautiful coastal town with a lot of outdoor space. So we should our housing should should reflect that and, and allow the occupants to enjoy that. So um, we'll see if I, I don't know if, if this can all work out, but I do think that there's hope that, you know, I'll have to sell this idea to my other band members. If we're going to get the band back together and come up with a plan B, it would have to be an ordinance and the good thing is that the Cape Elizabeth Town Charter says that the ordinance, if I came up with the ordinance and everybody bought into it, similar to the petition language, then the town attorney would help fix any fatal flaws. And then the ordinance could be voted on. Um, we'd have to collect 10% of the signatures, but since we just collected over 10% of the signatures not so long ago and we have everyone's name and address, that seems like it would be pretty easy to organize. And we could have affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth that is um, that's forward thinking and reflects our values and uh, places an emphasis on kids and families, and is uh, fiscally responsible and forward thinking. Also, just keeping I think it's really important to keep um, some control over and have a partnership in any large scale project. So that's my thought. Uh, I've got several phone calls to make and um, this isn't going to happen until next year but I just wanted to give listeners an update that uh, the fact that we've defeated Dunham Court 
doesn't mean that the work to create affordable housing is over. In fact, now the work really begins to try to put something together that we can come together as a community and agree is, you know, good and, um, and, and pass it and make it happen. So, uh, fingers crossed.